All right, everybody, welcome to the Joey and Lauren On Demand podcast. And first and foremost, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We also want to give you $250 cash for listening to our radio show live. And it's really easy. We're going to tell you exactly how to win. $250 with our secret song. Our secret song. <laughs> You're going to hear this Monday morning during the 8 o'clock hour. Before you love me. Okay, so here's how the secret song works. That song, Jonas Brothers and DJ Marshmallow, Leave Before You Love Me, is going to play sometime live Monday morning during our show in the 8 o'clock hour. When you hear that song, that's the secret song. So you need to call us, 208-468-1027. Write down this number, put it in your phone, 208-468-1027. When you hear that song Monday morning during the 8 o'clock hour, right? We're telling you when it's going to be. Leave Before You Love Me by the Jonas Brothers. You're going to call us, and you're going to win $250. So have fun and enjoy today's podcast. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker, you're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren, and uh, I've got an update on all this uh, Facebook meta verse stuff. Did you watch that little video where it's like you go off into a separate world uh, for a I saw, while? I saw a clip of it. Oh, it's, my gosh, man. It's really weird. My mind can't really wrap around it so i've just i've just decided i'm not going to pay attention well, to it cuz i'm like ah does that really apply to me i am excited for like the moment we get in a fight and i can be like you know what i'm just going to go to mars with my friends <laughs> gosh or like you get in an argument with your kids right right and like you know what I'm going to Paris for the weekend in my metaverse, and I'm going to go hang out virtually with my cousins in how, but Vegas. But still, and, how does it work? Why am I so naive? To, it, I just don't understand what do you think it. it. It is VR. It is right. just, remember the movie Ready Player One? Yes. That is what it is in reality. You will put on a headset. Okay, but hang on. In Ready Player One, you could actually die in there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what Zuckerberg's <laughs> got cooking up. Maybe. Maybe somehow. And also the creator of... That Ready Player One, he was evil. Okay. Yeah. So is Mark Zuckerberg. Well, some people would say he's evil. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I think, I think a lot of people would say he's the same person. But no, basically this is you put on the headset and you go off into a virtual world. That's what it is. But and you're home still. Yeah, like you're, you're physically in yeah, your you're physically living room home, or whatever. But you will be able to see things. And I'm sure they're going to make suits where you could feel things. And eventually, yeah, and you will hmm. be totally disconnected and You'll be going in a spaceship, mm-hmm. and literally you'll look around, and it looks like you're in a spaceship. Right. You're with your friends. You'll have clothes and all this. You know what this kind of reminds me of slightly? Um, when Xbox first, back in the day, came out with Xbox Live, and you could actually play video games live with your friends. Yeah, and you can on talk the internet. To them yep. On the internet, you could talk to them on the headset. I remember I couldn't really grasp that, and yeah. I remember I was like, What? This is really weird because my brother got into it. And I, I mean, now it's like such a normal thing. That, I was going to say, Instagram people live, listening now, like, like FaceTime, Fortnite. Yeah, exactly. All the things. But I'm just like, what? And so this kind of reminds yeah. me a little bit of that. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of updates. The first one is that apparently there is another company that has the trademark of Meta. And Facebook mm-hmm. now is trying to buy it because they went and rolled out and were like, yep, we're going to be called this. And someone's like, uh, actually, that's our company name. So right now the offer oh. is $20 million. But if you're this other company, no way. No way. I hold on to that until they're going to maybe <laughs> even a billion dollars, and then maybe I'll give them the word meta. Do we know what the company is? What I, they I don't do? know. I just saw the headline, and it says Facebook finds out that another company actually owns the rights to meta, and right now the offer is $20 million to wow. get the name. 
Yeah, I would. I would hold for much I, more I than twenty million. I think I would million. too. I'd be like, um, maybe, maybe get uh, three digits on that million, hundred million, maybe. But also, this is this is what I want to talk about. That's going to be interesting because when this all happens, and I don't know how far away we are, five, ten years from this really taking off, but you're going to have your own little character, right? That's going to look like you, and you'll have outfits. Well, Nike has already trademarked the virtual swoosh, the virtual just do it, virtual. Uh, Nike, all the words, everything, because they are getting ready for when you are in this virtual world. Yes, you can buy virtual Nike sneakers for real money that you'll spend real money on. You ready to buy virtual I, Nike I, shoes? I still don't understand when people do this currently with video games. Well, people like do this Fortnite with, with Fortnite, yeah. They'll buy outfits or buy certain things, yeah. and you buy certain weapons on certain video games. And I'm like, I don't, I mean, you already pay for the game. Why do you need to buy more things in the game? So even in the virtual world, we are going to have statuses and people are going to be made fun of for not having the fancy virtual I guess clothes. So. Like, that's what's crazy to me. Isn't that like, sad? You have an opportunity to let anybody be whoever they are, and Nike's still like, you know what? What? You're going to have to pay to wear our shoes in the virtual world. How much, I wonder? Hopefully not as much as an actual pair of shoes. Oh, I would absolutely think it's going to be as much as an actual pair. Are you I serious? Yes. I bet you they're going to charge like 40 bucks for a pair of shoes. Well, I guarantee you. That's somewhat cheap. Oh, is it? Well, aren't Nikes a little uh, bit yeah, more expensive than Yeah, I guess that's true. They're bucks. normally like 90, 100 bucks or something like that. Yeah. So maybe like 50 bucks is going to get you a pair of sneakers. <sighs> but think about spending your real money virtual sneakers. on an outfit. Like, <laughs> someone's going to be like, honey, what did you spend on? I had to get a Gucci purse for my virtual character. Or the guy's going to be like, I had to buy a virtual Ram truck or something like that, right? And none of it is tangible. Like, none of it yeah. is what you can use yeah. in real life. That's so, just crazy. I want to know, would you spend money on virtual Nikes in the Facebook metaverse when it all launches? Because that's what Nike's doing. They're trademarking the heck out of it. So you cannot have a Nike shirt on your little character, your little avatar, unless you pay for it. So, yeah, 68719, no you can text us and let us know. I actually think a lot of people are going to be more okay with this because video games already do this. If you want to have a cool outfit or a weapon or a sword or something, oh, yeah, this is a very you pay no, for This it. is a normal thing. Yeah. But I'm saying even even before all this meta stuff came out, I still didn't understand I'm why just going to walk around stuff. naked. I'm just going to be a naked character. Be like, I'm not paying for any clothes. <laughs> Sorry, Zuckerberg. It's Joey and Lauren's Trending Stories. All right, the maker of Oreo cookies, Toblerone chocolate, and Sour Patch Kids candy said that their prices will be rising between 6% and 7% in the U.S. starting in January. So stock up on your Oreos. Get them before the price bread. hike. Who buys Toblerone? Let me just get well, that out of the way. Toblerone's a like big, Tobler big Christmas I, stocking stuffer. I know, and I get one every year from somebody in our family, and same, I never eat it. Yeah, I, same thing. Every time I get a Toblerone, I'm like, Perfect. I love triangle-shaped chocolate. And it's always wrapped, too, the person who gives it to yeah. us. It, it is good. I will say I'm not trying to, like, slash the chocolate giving. I'm, yeah. I'm accepting the gift giving. But let's but talk about the real impact here. The real impact is Oreos and Sour Patch Kids. Those are two very popular things. Dang. Um, six to seven percent. Okay, what do they it's run? It's not horrible, two, three bucks. but it'll add up, you yeah. know, especially if you're a family that buys them frequently. <laughs> you know, I've seen a lot of this, uh, a lot of these stories about how this Christmas, there could be a lot of shortages. And so people are saying the big message has been go buy all your stuff now because as it gets closer to Christmas, not there's gonna not going to be it. much. Here's a crazy idea. Maybe this is a great message for all of us to say, you know what? Maybe this Christmas with supply issues, we all start focusing on other things rather than giving gifts. 
just a thought. I but thought about it, that. Is it the gift giving season? Like, don't you want to brighten someone's yeah. holiday season no, by no, giving I, them something? I agree, but sometimes, right, kids get obsessed with Christmas and gifts. I thought, right. hey, maybe we could find other ways to celebrate. Give Christmas. acts of service. Something, something like that. Right? Because what I don't want is I and I already heard a Black Friday commercial. I saw a Black Friday commercial yesterday. So we're already there. But anyway, that's my two cents. What is going on with Kim Kardashian and oh, Pete Davidson? I, okay, I did say. No, no, you guys are crazy. They're just friends. Blah, I blah, blah. brought it up. But they were just spotted having dinner at a fancy schmancy Italian restaurant in New York. And a source close to them says they like each other. They're trying to play it off that they're just friends. But it's a little more than that right now. Listen, I this is a wonderful example of looks don't matter. And it's about personality. So I want to say that first and foremost. Right? Okay. But how in the world has Pete Davidson <laughs> pulled some of these... Like uh, girlfriends. I, I don't get it. I, do, I really Kate don't Beckinsale, get it. Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande. And not only the looks matter, and because Pete Davidson is a very average looking man, which is fine. Whatever. He's funny. But I'm even talking the status. I mean, Pete Davidson is a just an SNL guy, and we're talking Ariana Grande and Kim Kardashian. Right. Two huge names. Massive. Yeah. <laughs> and I, again, Pete Davidson, yes, SNL, big deal, but he's not a huge deal. It sounds like the source said that Pete makes Kim laugh and makes her feel special. Pete is obviously thrilled and has a major crush yeah. on I mean, Kim. Obviously. I like that. <laughs> I like that quote. Uh, Kim thinks he's funny. Pete thinks this is the best moment of his life. That's Pretty what much. it is. We'll have to see what happens there. Uh, there's a teenager in Alberta that broke a Guinness World Record when he solved 300 Rubik's Cubes while keeping his balance on a unicycle. Yeah, let's just, <laughs> just make stuff up. Who decides that's something you're yeah. going to try? Like, that's the craziest thing. Yeah, what came first, the unicycle or the Rubik's Cubes? Like He's he's on a unicycle. And he's like, you know what I could really go yeah. for right now? Some Rubik's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it, it was flip-flop. He was doing a Rubik's Cube. And, and I'm like, bored. Yeah. You know, Rubik's Cubes are fine when you're balanced, but what would it be like if I was balancing on a, on a unicycle? Have you ever... <laughs> Thought about getting on a unicycle? Uh, never. I've never been on one, but they intimidate me. People who ride unicycles intimidate me yeah. because they feel like they can take on the world. Have you been around somebody who rides a unicycle? Are they very arrogant? Is that a very cocky thing? Uh, not arrogant, but very like, I can do hard things. Well, that's not a bad idea. I know, but it's very intimidating. That's all I'm saying. I had a friend. I don't know if a friend I'm using the term lightly, but there was a guy on campus that wore, when I was in college that mm-hmm. rode a unicycle all the time. And every Dang. time you made eye contact, he was trying He's to like, kind of yeah, show. He's like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, he what's was up? He was kind of like, oh, you're walking to class? Look at me going to Psychology <laughs> 101. Whoa. Like, that's how he was like, what's I'm going like to, to my on- <laughs> science lab while juggling, you know? What's it like to be on two legs? Yeah, exactly. Peasant. Oh, Regular bike, I save money. I only buy one tire. Um, This is crazy. I don't know if you saw the photo going around on social media of a candy bar that a kid reportedly found on Halloween in their bag with a needle in it, a sewing needle. Oh, gosh. So no, this, I didn't. this went everywhere. Obviously, authorities, it was on the news. People are saying, check your candy, yeah, check your yeah, kids' yeah. candy. This is horrible. Uh, it turns out the 14-year-old boy claimed that he found it in his candy but he put it there oh, because good. he said he thought it would good. be funny and he put it in a TikTok yeah. video. Yep. So good. Sad. Don't Well, this do is that. what happens is you you put everyone in in shock and I guarantee right. you there's some parents that saw that and are like that's it, no more trick or treating next year. But in reality, it was fake. 
That and you're just you're just painting a really horrible picture yeah. of what could happen or I mean, what you do, shouldn't. You do want to be careful. Yeah. Like I do right, think right. The, the idea still is amazing that we're still rocking the whole knock knock stranger's door. Hey, give me some candy and then leave. Right. It really is one of the weirdest transactions of our history. But hey, stranger, give me. Some let's candy. keep it going. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just about ready to ban TikTok. I know it yeah. was going to be banned. Now I'm going to ban it. Yeah, I kind of wish it was. stupid stuff. And those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or Breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Makeup or Breakup time. Trying to help out Troy. Went out with Jeanette. They had a second date schedule. While they're on the first date, they were already like, you know, some people say like, oh, let's go out again. They determined a date, a time, everything, and then an hour after the date, she texts and says, ah, never mind. I was going to say it's a good sign yeah. when you make plans for a second date while you're still on the first date, but then not a good sign when they say never mind. Yeah, so let's uh, talk to Troy now uh, before we talk to Jeanette. What's going on, Troy? Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for taking my call, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you meet Jeanette, I think online is what you said in the message. But this is weird. You said yes. we had a second date scheduled while we were talking in person, and then boom, cancels and never talks to me again. Yeah. Um, so I've been going over in my head because it was the date was so amazing. So we met online, and then we meet in person at the restaurant, and um, the conversation is effortless. The, the, the dinner goes great. We're both obsessed with the same shows on Netflix. And so we're just talking and talking and talking. So naturally, it comes towards the end of the meal. And it's like, should we do this again? And it was like, yeah. And then we just immediately make plans for a second date. So and this man. It was just awesome. I love, I love effort, I, I, effortless, right? That's a, that's a big word to use yeah. in a relationship. Because a lot of times on a first date, there's a lot of effort. And you're trying to really please somebody and really impress them. So that's a, that's a good sign that you guys are working well together and kind of having a really exactly. successful no first date. Yeah. Like on, a, on an awkward first date, you're staring at each other and, you're, and, and inside your head you're like, say something, say something. That never happened. The whole okay. time, conversation is just going, going, going. And so the meal like was over and uh, I'm paying. And uh, she lives just down the block from the, from the restaurant. So I was like, well, I'll be the gentleman and I'll walk her home. Mm-hmm. And so it, uh, on the walk there, you're like, well, should, should I go in for, for the kiss? And you're like, no, no, be a gentleman. We already got a second date. Let's, let's not mess this up. So I give her a very chaste hug mm-hmm. and I was like, this is awesome. And then I'm on cloud nine. I'm unbelievably excited about our second date. Yeah. And only about, I would say, an hour after the date was over, she texts me saying that she can't make the second date. She already okay. has plans. So and she's... that she'll get back to me about setting up a, another time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, Did she give okay. an excuse, like, uh, why? Did she say, oh. anything of that. Did she, like, look at her calendar and give an excuse why and say, oh, yeah, I checked my schedule and I, I can't do that day anymore? Did she give any reason? Uh, it was just a one-word sentence, like, I can't do this day. And I didn't question that, you know? Right. Yeah, whatever. We were going along, but I don't know it well enough to like be like, well, what are you doing? Yeah, um, yeah I guess that's true. Yeah, don't be I just weird. assumed that we would just, again, make another date, and then uh, nothing. No okay. callback, no, no nothing, no text back. Troy. And so I'm like, what is it? Social media. Um, that, that was my, if, if it, the first thing is it's a calendar conflict, but mm-hmm. now you're not hearing back at all. So that tells me, you know, I think we've all been there. You go on a date, you go home. 
maybe you do a little digging on social media. What is your Instagram? What's your Twitter? What's your Facebook yeah, like? Anything like that? Before I go on the date. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Like, like the date went well, and then she went and investigated me yeah. afterwards? Yeah. I mean, do you have any questionable tweets, any questionable Instagrams, any any weird Facebook posts, anything like that? No, man, I'm really into the NFL. And all oh, that's it. No, so that's football. it. You know what, Troy? <laughs> you like football. It's a deal breaker. She hates sports. She thinks football is terrible, and she's done with you. This, no, I'm this sure. might be a stretch. Uh, when you were describing the end of the date, and you didn't give her a kiss, but you gave her a nice hug, you said to us that you were like, oh, this is awesome. Did you say that out loud to her while you were hugging her? Like, this is awesome. Because I feel like if you actually verbalize that, that would weird, weird me out a little. I want to say no, but I'm not 100%. Yeah. Again, like, I was maybe. so ecstatic at that point. So yeah. I'm yeah. Like, okay. I, oh, that's maybe, what I want. Maybe too eager. Maybe you yeah. feel like it's too much. I don't know. You didn't hug. And, oh, this is a great hug. This is a top uh, 10 hug in my life. You think I didn't hug enough? Or you think I could no. have been more forward? With Troy, I, I'm, I'm getting the sense you were, if anything, maybe a little too forward. You, you sound like you knocked it out of the park, uh-huh. but you sound like you were obviously, you were very head over heels. This is what we're going to do. We're going to get answers for you. So we're going to call Jeanette when we come back. All right. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is uh, time for make up or break up. We just had a good combo with uh, Troy. So meets Jeanette online. They go out to eat. They have a good time at dinner as they wrap it up. He said, man, this was awesome. Let's go out again. They decided on a date and a time to Mm -hmm. go out again. So whatever, he he ends up walking her to uh, her place, says goodbye. He says, an hour later, I get a text. I can't do the date. That was right. the last thing he heard from her. He also said the date was really effortless. Like, it didn't seem like either of them really needed to try to impress each other because they just kind of yeah. fit so well together. Uh, I brought up the point that maybe he was a little too overeager because when he was describing, like, walking her to her house... He was very excited on cloud nine, all the things like loving, you know, giving her this nice warm embrace. Like maybe it was, it felt a little too, I don't want to say puppy dog, but like a little too eager for her. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of all the things. I think we've all been there where you want to, it's not you want to be with someone that feels like, oh, it's no big deal, but you also don't want to feel like this is the highlight of their life You want to play it cool, right? You may be be wagging your tail on the inside, but just, you know, play it cool a little bit, right? Troy has a tail. That's the, that's the story. (laughs) That's no. the surprise. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's talk to Jeanette. Hello? Hello. Is this uh, Jeanette? Yes. Jeanette, this is a Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. Hello? Okay. Hi. Hi. Why, why Hi. are you guys calling me? Hi. Hi. Hey, Jeanette. Well, we're calling you uh, because somebody asked us to call you. <laughs> Uh, that's basically oh. doesn't sound the, creepy. Uh, the point here. So, okay, there is somebody named Troy who listens to our show. It sounds like you guys went on a first date recently, and I know we're randomly calling you, but he said that uh, you guys went on this date and made plans for another date, and then you kind of changed your mind, and now you haven't been speaking to him. And So basically, we just try to help people connect things in relationships, and he asked us if we would call you to find out if there's something he did, something he said, so that we could let him know the reason why you don't want to go out again. I know that's a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I mean, I, I, I did go on a date with him. He, okay. you know, he was fine. It, it was, it was a fine date. I just, I don't want to go out with him again. Got it. Um, mm-hmm. I, 
we figured that, right? Because he said you just kind of stopped talking to him. So we, we kind of figured that. I think he assumes that, too. Do you, do you mind telling us why? I, I, he was he was nice. I just, I just feel like he was a little immature, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I live by the restaurant where we went for dinner, and as we were walking home, he offered to walk me home, which was actually very nice. Like, I liked him fine, and I was totally down to see him again and do another date. And then as we're walking home, he, he, start, he started... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was really hard for me to not laugh at him in the moment. He started, like skipping like a kid he was like skip with me he's like tried to hold my hand and at first i was like this is sweet and romantic and then he's holding my hand swinging it like a kid being like skip down the street with me like dragging me down the street. he's so happy i was like what grown adult does and then then he adds on top of that is if that's not like the weirdest thing to do on a date with basically a stranger as an adult he's like doing that thing you do as a kid where you're like, step on a crack. Don't step on a crack. You'll break your mom's back. He's like saying that as mm-hmm. well. Every time we get yeah, near. But, uh, to be fair, everyone knows, everyone knows you don't step on a crack yeah, or you'll break your mom's yeah, back. I mean, that's obviously. a lot. Uh, the skipping, how is that not romantic? I mean, it, it is romantic, right? Isn't skipping romantic? That's what they show in the movies. <laughs> uh, playful. No. I don't know. Romantic. So, <laughs> if, I, if I could interject real quickly, if I could just interject, I thought we were being whimsical. Uh, uh, Tro- uh, Troy's with us just tonight. Really well, and, and I was excited. I, this is what you thought was the deal breaker? Look, Troy, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I'm, I'm sure it's very sweet and there is someone out there who will find it. What did you say? Whimsical? I'm sure someone will find. That's just not me. Like, I'm I'm kind of an introvert. You were like dragging me, and you didn't even pick up the cue that I wasn't into it. I, I'm just trying to picture this. Oh, I'm picturing wow. Jeanette just going. Ha, ha, I didn't know you were yeah. a fun hater. This is bizarre. Who does that? It is like, bizarre. Who, who, so wait, who, like shout that like on a date. Don't don't step on a crack. You're gonna break your mama's back over and over again. <laughs> Hold on a second. That is the law. You know what don't the best part is? Crack. Is Jeanette is saying who does that? Who skips on a date? And Troy is saying who doesn't call somebody back because they're trying to be whimsical and fun. To me, you both have a point. If you would have skipped for ten seconds. That's cute and romantic. If you would have skipped for 20 seconds, yeah. or if you would have said one time, hey, don't step on your crack, but you're making it sound like Jeanette, he was doing it the entire walk home. Oh, yeah. Every single crack on the sidewalk, he said it. And the whole oh, way okay. home, he dragged me. <laughs> like skipping. He was skipping. I was like I don't running. Want a good I skip. Kind of a lot. I don't, I, I, damn, this is like the weirdest reason a woman is not agreed to a second it's date. Skipping. It's skipping. Like I agree. You're, you're a and fun hater. On the this other end, I, mean, like, I don't, I don't even know if I want to go on a second date with you now that I know this. This is weird. Try, I genuinely want to know like, do other girls not find this weird? Has this worked for you in the past? Because, like, I, I find mean, it very I, weird. I, honestly, I think it's probably I, I, not We had a few drinks, and maybe uh, maybe I, I was a little bit boisterous than I meant to be. Yeah. But I, the reason I was that was because I had had such a fun time on the date. And oh, I felt like being silly. That's sweet. Oh, you brought out his silly side. You brought out all the <laughs> skipping. I mean, his heart was skipping a beat. And he, so is he, Jeanette's like, I, I did not want to bring that out. Troy, I, I, is this a move? Is this something you do with dates? Like, oh, man, if we start skipping, then I know things are going well. I, I I mean it's yeah I mean with any, <laughs> a date it doesn't even have to be romantic if you're walking with somebody and you just want to make things a little bit exciting then you add a movement or you add a game like 
I like yes, it. Yes, it is I like childish it. because I've been doing it since childhood. I can think of worse things to happen on a first date, Jeanette. Like, I can see how it's kind of weird. Like, oh, that's strange. But also, there are worse things, I guess, that could happen than the guy being so excited to be around you that he's skipping. But do you feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm dating a 14-year-old. We're skipping down the sidewalk. Yeah, you both have a very good point on both sides, so I I get it. It sounds like, Troy, you need to be with someone that allows you to skip when you want to (laughs) skip. I I, I mean, yeah, this is just weird. Like, who hates fun? Skipping (laughs) is fun. You can't skip and not have fun. I mean... I didn't really have fun. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, you didn't. Okay. Yeah, Jeanette, right. you didn't yeah. have fun. Okay. I really, I think you're a nice guy. Like, I feel bad. I don't want to hurt your feelings. No. Which is why I just didn't say this to begin with. I just, I don't think that clearly we're not compatible. I don't think. Yeah. All right, well, if you're calling it. me immature, I think not calling me back or letting me know is also immature. I would just like to say that uh, to you. Okay, well, I'm, I am sorry about that. Like, I, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Listen. I really thought maybe the nicest thing to do would be to not make a big deal about it. I'm right. sorry that I hurt your feelings with that. I, I mean, you can, I just I just think you're a fun hater, and, and you didn't hurt <laughs> oh my feelings. Gosh. Jeanette, Jeanette the fun hater. Oh, Troy, my gosh. Troy, yeah, so, She's, like, trying to give a sincere yeah. apology. It, it clearly is not going to work out, but, uh, Troy, if I see a man in a date just skipping down the sidewalk, I'm going to be like, that's Troy. It's got to be Troy. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker, you're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's time for the good stuff. It is uh, the good stuff. Make it feel warm and fuzzy on your feel-good Friday. A 71-year-old man in England collapsed, and his two dogs became amazing heroes. One of the dogs stayed by the owner's side. Mm-hmm. So he was collapsed. The other dog ran out, started barking incessantly to go get help. They were able to chase down the dog. They were able to get help, save the man's life. Oh my gosh. Again, How did the dogs, we I know. don't deserve you. Dogs are amazing. What, do they just look at each other and like, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> all right, I'll stay here. Uh, no, dogs, they can sense distress. They can yeah. sense so many things. I remember growing up, my mom, uh, she's always struggled with lung issues, and she was in and out of the hospital most of my childhood with uh, asthma. And every time my mom was super sick, our dog would not leave her side. He would just yeah, lay on on the, the foot of her bed, just would not leave her side, just wanted to take care of her. What's amazing is that they both didn't, like, they both didn't go and bark. Like, literally, one of them was like, I'll stay here. Yeah. And the other I'll one's like, watch. I'll go. Yeah. That's cool. Dogs can't talk to each other, I think. More than just barking. It's like that. Um, of course what's they that, can. Well, what's that movie? The uh, the Up movie where the dogs have, like, the collar of the translator. Oh, Remember that? Yeah. Maybe it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Also, we keep it in the UK where a few kids were trick-or-treating. They knock on a woman's door, an 86-year-old woman. She answers the door and she goes, I am so sorry. I do not have any candies or anything. They go, you know what? That's okay. They said getting a smile is reward enough. So what do they do the next day? These three kids go to a shop. They buy some chocolates. They buy a card. They buy a pack of muffins. And they bought a little note. They knocked on the door and they said, Thank you so much to you just being kind. Thank oh. you for being so kind. Hope your life gets better as you go on. That is so sweet. Like these kids didn't say, wow, thanks a lot, lady. It's Halloween. You don't or, have candy. Or they could have just said, okay, thanks, and then go to the next house yeah, or go to the next move place. On. Uh, they come back with gifts. That's really sweet. And, and they, the quote is, it's okay. Sometimes making people happy and getting a nice big smile is reward enough. <laughs> it's better oh. than a Snickers. I bet that really brightened It's not her better day. than a Reese's. 
It's uh, not no, better nothing. than a Reese's cup nothing or a is. Twix, <laughs> but it's better than like you know a, a Milky Way for sure. Right, That's absolutely. Sweet. Uh, speaking of trick or treating as well, this story in Kentucky. I, I got to tell you, these doorbell cams—they prove to have terrible moments on them, but they also prove to have awesome moments on them. This was an awesome moment in Virginia. Kids found an empty bowl. We've all seen it. You leave a bowl out, someone either takes all the candy or you just run out. So they decided. Hey, the oldest in the group says, let's all give a little bit of our candy to fill the bowl back up. And they're caught on camera. I love that. Putting their hands in their pillowcase and everything and putting the candy back. So then they had a full you bowl know, kids, again. Kids are amazing. You know, some kids yeah. will be the kids that are like, grab all the candy. And then other kids are like, let's give back. Yeah. And that's really amazing. It really is cool. I don't know if I would be that kid growing up. I would hope that I, I was. Yeah. But thinking about it now, I'd probably just be like, yeah, think- they don't have any. Move on. I think I would. My problem is I don't know if uh, my friends group, we'd all, normally we were thinking about bad things to do together on Halloween night than good things. <laughs> Sadly, so. I'd probably just put like Smarties in the bowl, Whoppers, the yeah, candy yeah, yeah. that I don't like. I would, no, I would definitely <laughs> handpick. I'd be like, you're getting the York peppermint patties for sure. <laughs> uh, this is an amazing story too. In seven minutes, you go from a wedding to saving someone's life in the ocean. Lifeboat volunteers in the UK were all attending a wedding of a crew member. Then they found out that out in the sea, there was a boat that was sinking and needed help. So what did these volunteers do? In seven minutes from tuxedos and eating wedding cake, they were off saving these people and got to wow. them in seven minutes. Yeah. That's they, incredible. Well, the wedding must have been really close. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. I think so. <laughs> wow. I mean, if you're in the Coast Guard, you got to get married by the ocean, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that kind of a thing? You don't want to be landlocked. Yeah. <laughs> but just very, very cool that you're sitting there and you're like, yeah. well, didn't think we were going to be doing this today. I will say this is, a, this is a weird story because it involves me talking about a time I did something good. But true story, my bachelor party. <laughs> My bachelor party, we were uh, driving, me and my buddies, and there was a lady whose car broke down, and we all got out and pushed her car to the side on my bachelor party. You did? Yep. Oh, that's really nice. I just wanted to let everyone know how amazing of a person I am, okay? Thank you. you oh, gosh, <laughs> that was a joke. That was, <laughs> don't, leave, don't leave me with silent like that. I was kidding. My gosh. All right. No, I love it. You did an amazing <laughs> oh, thank thing. You. I'm just laughing about my, it. It's like, it's like somebody's like, so no, I donated to charity. Uh, no, I just, I have experienced... <laughs> I shouldn't have brought it up. Shouldn't have brought it up. No, I Forget actually I think said that story. I didn't know no, you did no. that. I really didn't know you did that. That's yeah, you amazing. You just think I'm a big fat jerk, but I'm not. I'm a little fat jerk. <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Time to find out how in sync we are as a show. I think it's important that, you know, we can kind of be on the same wavelength. I think we've done this before. Word association. But I have some words here. And I want to see. You say a word and then you yeah, have yeah. to say so, exactly what comes to your mind. Like panda. Mm-hmm. Bear. That's Bear, what I that's thought what of. I, yeah, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so what I did is I found five random words. I wrote down already what my word association was. And I want to see how in sync we are together. Because I think Got that's it. important, right? And so I, you're trying to see if I am going to yeah. guess the same thing that you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's the goal, right? It's kind of like that uh, the newlywed game where it's like, what's his favorite snack on a Saturday afternoon? And the girl goes, <laughs> uh, pretzels. And he's like, honey, lace potato chips. Oh, <laughs> oh man, man, we're going to get divorced. Wah. You're the wrong match. Like the, uh, what do you call it with the clapping? The intuition challenge. Kind of yeah. like that. It is a lot like that, and we did that. You can see that video up on Instagram. I think we did pretty well, where mm-hmm. it's like you clap. You're supposed to clap at the same time. Let's try it right now. 
Well, you have to close your eyes. Yeah, my eyes are closed. I just closed okay, my eyes. So you okay. close your eyes and then. Are, you, just are your eyes you, yeah, closed? Yeah, my eyes are closed. And then you just, at any okay. moment, you okay. clap and see if you do it at the same time. Okay. Oh! oh my gosh! Oh my That's gosh. insane! Your eyes are closed. My eyes were glued shut closed. I almost want to do We clapped at the exact same That's time. That's insane! <laughs> I almost want to do it again, but okay, I don't want to ruin it. I got that on it. camera. Okay. Should we, we do, do it again? again? All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Cl- close your eyes. All your right. eyes closed? No pressure, yep. Ah, crap. Uh, see, we felt like Dang that. it. It was so good the first time. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. Let's try this out. I have five words. Again, I already wrote these down. They're on my phone here. And I want you to say the first or whatever association mm-hmm. comes with this okay. word. Okay. Right, let's do it. So let's find out. I got five of them. Here we go. Number one is eggs. Benedict. I have no idea why I thought of that. Because okay. I don't even like eggs. <laughs> I said scrambled. Okay. Okay. Car. Wash. I said car crash. <laughs> okay, here we go. Number three, airplane. Crash. <laughs> airplane crash? Vacation. It's because you just said crash. And so, yeah, go ahead. You don't, by the way, it's not a speed thing. You don't have to. I mean, it's not, it's not a, I mean, you don't take five minutes, but it's not like the first thing that comes okay. to your mind. It's just association. All right, let me calm down a little bit. So let you're me... 0 for three, by the okay. way. Lauren said eggs Benedict. I said eggs scrambled. Uh, you said car wash. I said car crash. And you said airplane crash, not to be creepy. And I said airplane vacation. Mm-hmm. We got two more. We're all for three. Shoes. Socks. Yes, I said socks as so you well. You had to slow down. All right. Oh, I'm worried about this one. The last one here. Google. Earth. Earth? <laughs> Earth? What is Earth? Have? Oh, Google Earth? Google Earth. It was just the first thing that popped in I my head. I said Chrome. Google Chrome. Okay. I, or Google Search. I was hoping. I, I thought you were probably going to say Google Search. So we got one Shoot. out of five. Shoot. I wish we, you should do more. Come up with a couple of more. Well, I, okay. Um, banana. Pudding. Peel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you think of one. By the uh, way, we're one for six now. Um, ears. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> Piercing. Okay. We're, we're trying to say it at the same time. That's true. All right. Okay. Um, microphone. One, two, three. Talking. Radio. <laughs> All right. Okay, one. Okay. Two, okay. Water. Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. Bottle. Bottle. Yes! We're back in sync, baby. All right. There it is. It was terrible. I think we we're like two of nine, but who cares? But hey, we, we clapped on, yes. on this at the same time. Uh, that was awkward. That awkward moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it is time for that awkward moment. You call us to tell us anything that is uh, awkward in your life. Uh, Chris is with us today. <laughs> Almost got in a fight at a play. At a kid, at his what? kid's play. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's always my fear is I'm going to have to meet some parent out in the parking lot. I don't know what's going on. He's going to tell us about it. Uh, so, Chris, joining us now here at, on that awkward moment. What's going on, man? Thanks for joining us on the show. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah. Okay. So you, you kind of gave us the ending, which was I almost got in a fight after my son's play. What happened? 
Yeah, never in a million years did I think something like this would go down <laughs> at a uh, kid's play. But um, basically, uh, my son was in this play, and he's in junior high, and uh, they're in the middle of the production, and um, there's this other kid on stage, and he's doing a bit of a monologue. And it wasn't our son, so my wife and I were just kind of like whispering th- uh, things to each other. And my wife said something kind of funny, and it caught me off guard, and, and I, I started laughing. And I, as soon as I did it, I, I realized how loud I was, and I kind of shut myself up. And But a lot of people turned around and looked at me, and I was just like, oh, crap. Oh, um, it, it just happened to be during the up. one kid's solo but, or something. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and it was a dramatic monologue, too, so it was completely inappropriate <laughs> time. Uh, completely my bad. So it's not like he said you know, something funny. I hope right. I didn't mess up that kid too much. <laughs> So after the play was over, the father of the boy who was doing the monologue, he approached me, and he was not thrilled. He was all over. Apparently, he takes this a little too seriously. But, um, <laughs> oh. yeah, I, I was trying. We, my wife and I, we were, we were trying to explain to him. It's like, no, I wasn't laughing at your son. No my wife way. told me something funny. I, I really do apologize. We're just trying to calm the guy down because mm. the last thing I want to do is have anything bad happen in front of the kids, you know? Yeah, you don't want to go go rounds in front of the stage. You got someone dressed up like a tree or something. Is he, like, puffing up his chest, and he's like, come on, man, come on. Like, how (laughs) exactly is he acting? That's exactly what he did. And I was like, what kind of macho guy is going to act like this at a junior high school play? I'm like, geez, Louise, this is just insane. Oh, my god! Did he believe you by the end of it? Or how did it end? We, we Yeah, we were able to calm things down a little bit. But I still okay. think he was, I don't know, maybe he was having a really rough day. Or maybe he hated the play and he just wanted to blow some steam off. I no, don't know. I think, I think most people like... This is Papa Bear moment. The, yeah. I, I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, if my son... <laughs> was doing a monologue, and it's this moment, and I heard someone laugh. Absolutely. If you think about it, most of the time, yeah, this happens, right? Whispering is the same thing. I tell Lauren all the time, Lauren is a big whisper fan, and sometimes you will lean over and whisper something the moment someone's talking, and immediately I'm like, Lauren, don't time. do that. I get it. it is a bad time to whisper in someone's <laughs> ear. And then when you're laughing on top of it, I get it, and I guarantee you, Chris, it sounds like this dad didn't believe you. for. I mean, at least for the first moment, did not believe you, totally thought you were laughing at his son. Well, I hope he, you know, we were able to calm the whole situation down. Oh my gosh. I'm just glad it didn't get any worse than that. That's amazing. Okay, well, Chris, thank you so much for the call and that awkward moment. I'm glad you survived. And uh, I mean, (laughs) you sound sound like a dude that could handle this other kid's dad, though. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) If they got in the parking lot, I feel like you would have taken care of it. I, I mean, I can handle myself. Yeah. I just didn't, like I said, I did not want to do anything like that in front of kids. Sure. I want to give my son a good example. I like it. That's awesome. Well, thanks Perfect. so much for the call, Chris. Uh, and thank you. You can text us, 68719. If you have a situation like that, this reminds me of so many times we have this happen at office in staff meetings and in Zoom meetings with Lauren loving to whisper. We'll talk about that. And also, have you had a moment where you laughed at the wrong time, right? Did you laugh at a funeral? Like, whatever happened, did you like laugh the at the wrong time? worst moment possible. Let us know. We'll get to your answers coming up. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it is That Awkward Moment. So Chris just joined us, and uh, he almost got in a fight at his son's play because he laughed at the wrong time. So we're talking about when you laughed at the wrong moment or the wrong place. Yep, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Made I've laughed in some staff meetings that I definitely have felt like, you know what, not a good time to laugh. So uh-huh. I've had that, but nothing as bad as 
you know, he's laughing during this play. The kid's dad thinks he was laughing at him. So the kid's dad, like, wants to fight him. Can you imagine? You're out of play. You just finished Beethoven or something. Meet me in the parking something. lot. Yeah, exactly. You finish a production of Newsies and someone wants to fight you. Uh, so time that you've laughed in the wrong place at the wrong time. Sean uh, heard this. He has a story as well at a funeral. What's going on, Sean? Yeah, man. <laughs> Actually, had two incidents at two different funerals. But, uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was in there with my daughter, and, um, you know, it was a serious time, you know. And, um, you know, everybody praying heads down and stuff. And she uh, tapped me and said, Daddy, why is he sleeping? And I just started laughing out of nowhere. <laughs> Your was, daughter was, said, why is he sleeping? Oh. oh, gosh. <laughs> That's like a really horrible. sweet, innocent thing that a little one would say, you know, because yeah. they don't fully grasp what's going on. Yeah, man, it was bad. But it, the second time was worse, though. I was at my grandmother's funeral, and, um, you know, me and my cousin, we got, like, crazy sense of humor, right? Yeah. Uh, we all serious, the family crying. My uncle gets up there singing, and I'm talking about horrible. It would, it would, it would make the dogs bark if they heard this man play. <laughs> oh, my God. He's singing so bad. We try, to, we try to keep it cool. I'm keeping my head down. I'm like, I know I can't look up at my cousin because it's going to be over. As soon as I look up at my cousin, he's part. <laughs> Rolling, I start laughing. It was bad. Oh, yeah. We all do have that cousin or that family member that we know. Where you, you guys have, yeah, you guys have the same sense of humor. And it's like, if I look at you or you look at me, we're done. I'm toast. I have a friend like that. (laughs) I have a friend that if we look at each other in a serious time, we're done. We're just laughing. You have to like train yourself. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Oh my gosh. Uh, That is awesome, Sean. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. No more funerals for you. Have a good one. Yeah, absolutely. I think Sean needs to just stop going to funerals altogether. (laughs) That's pretty bad. You know, that reminds me of an experience that I had at a company Christmas party probably 10 years ago. Yeah. And I worked for a health clinic. And you might remember this because I think you were with me. Um, I worked for a doctor's office, and one of the doctors. In the middle of the Christmas party, he gets up and he gives this really sweet emotional speech, right? Just about camaraderie and just being together and just working as a team. And then out of nowhere, he comes into full song. I remember that. And he starts singing this beautiful song. And it really is a gorgeous song. But... He was terrible. It was so, so bad. And well, you got to pick and choose what songs oh, you're going to sing. I mean, there's a reason oh, karaoke, they yeah. have certain songs in there. You're not going Ave Maria, but he was. It was pretty much like a song like Ave Maria. And he was singing it. And I mean, I had to look <laughs> down. I couldn't look at anybody because I was like, I'm going to bust up laughing if I look at a yeah. single person because it was so bad. Yeah, I've never, I, I mean, funerals, definitely not. But the singing is interesting. Because I've definitely been at a couple of national anthems where then I'm like, oh, man, that's a little bad. And then you feel bad, right? Because yeah. you're like, they're giving it their all. They're putting themselves out there. You don't want to laugh at them, right? Yeah, when I, was in, when I was in eighth grade, we had a girl that uh, played the flute, and she was going to play the flute in the national anthem. And, you know, she started, and it was going, you know, right? Yeah. And so she goes, <laughs> I still remember it. <laughs> I feel bad for her. And she goes, <laughs> and, and everyone stops, and she drops her flute and runs out oh, of the gym. It was so oh, sad. Thing. It was so sad. But singing is a good one, yeah. too. That's pretty bad. You brought up that sometimes whispering gets you in oh, trouble. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I know. There was, a, there was a meeting we were in, and it was a virtual meeting. We were on the camera, and it's Zoom. I, I thought our, our mic was muted, and somebody said something, and I leaned over to you and said something snarky, or I laughed about something. And then I get a text from our boss who's on the call, and he says, you're you're not muted. We heard that. Yep. And I was like, oh, 
And then I looked at the camera. Thank goodness he was messing with me because the camera, it was muted. But he saw me whisper something to you. And so he wanted to freak me out. Well, just in general, Lauren, you have terrible whispering. (laughs) I'm trying to think of the way I would describe it. You do not take good hints of when is a good or a bad time to whisper. You will whisper at the worst moments. I'm telling you, you're not gossiping. 90% of the time you're whispering about something yeah, else. not even relevant. The decisions you make of when to whisper, sometimes I'm like, Lauren, you are literally asking for them to think you're whispering about them. Because someone will say something <laughs> and you'll go, and then look right back at them. And I'm like, they definitely know. But it wasn't even about them. No, it's not even, you just, you're not aware. Or you're really bad at, I'll whisper to you. And I'll be like, oh, look at this person behind us. And you, within two seconds, you go, and you look back and I'm like, no, no, no. Give you it gotta, some time. You got to give it like a minute or something. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. You're listening to Joey and Lauren in the morning. You got your life hack today. Um, don't hit the snooze button. Hitting the snooze button can actually cause your body to experience sleep inertia and leave you feeling even more tired than you were without hitting the snooze. I believe that. Lately, for some reason, I have been snooze fest, like snooze city. I have hit it probably six times each morning, and I don't know what has changed because normally right when my alarm goes off, right when it goes off, I'm up, I'm out of bed, I'm getting ready, I'm doing stuff, and I've been oversleeping and even more tired by like half an hour every every dang morning now. Well, there's uh, we have iPhones, and I will tell you, the iPhone, we got to figure out better things because iPhone alarms are ridiculous. They're like... No, why can't we do something a little nicer? And mine's always just so loud and so annoying, and I'm with you. So I would actually probably agree. My problem is my snooze. I mean, it's it's one of the side buttons on my phone, and the way I sit my phone on my nightstand, I sit it screen down, and so literally it is I just have to grab and take a quick little push. And, man, there are times you hit the snooze and you didn't even realize you did it. Mm-hmm. Have you had that? Uh, yeah. Where you're like, yeah. no, 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 this is the first time I'm hearing my alarm, but it's been snooze like seven times or whatever. That or you accidentally turn it off instead yeah. of snoozing it, and then you're really screwed. I found your dream job. So I saw a preview for a Dr. Phil episode, mm-hmm. and this is your dream job. They are interviewing a guy that goes by the name of Cartnark, and this guy gets, it's going to be, I think it's on Dr. Phil today or tomorrow or yesterday, I don't know, but I saw this preview. Turns out it's actually a guy, I guess, that does a radio show in California or something, but he is. sound familiar? Because I think I maybe have shown you a YouTube video, but now he's going to be on Dr. Phil. Is this the guy that rips people apart for not putting their grocery cart back? This guy wears a bulletproof vest, first and foremost, because he's had crazy confrontations. He has an orange cone, uh, you know those orange things that like you see at like air traffic control? Oh, right? yeah, like a, a wand oh, or yeah, something like Yeah, he has like yeah, an yeah, orange yeah. wand and what he does is he videotapes, so he's got like a GoPro mm-hmm. strapped to his chest and he goes around the country and goes around parking lots and finds car- people that leave their carts, follows them, and then starts yelling at them and confronting them. And he puts these up on YouTube. Well, now he's going to be on Dr. Phil because Dr. Phil is Like, of course, it's a Dr. Phil promo, so it's very dramatic. And Dr. Phil's like, aren't you part of the problem? You're not helping (laughs) solutions. Yeah, because that's what he says. He goes, (laughs) you're you're insulting them. Aren't you part of the problem? And then this guy's like, no, no, no. They got to put their car back. You know what I learned Uh, just the other day? I learned this. Dr. Phil's not an actual doctor. Did you know that? Then why does he, he go by doctor? He is not a licensed doctor. He is not a doctor. He doesn't have anything, like even a psychology degree to his oh, name. Oh, I'm sure he has something. So then he's I a saw, doctor. And I didn't read the article fully. I'm one of those people I just saw the headline. But the headline said something about how he's not actually 
a doctor really? like you would think. But anyway, okay, so I've heard of this cart narc guy. And I am telling you, it is a passion that runs deep in my body. It makes my blood boil when I see grocery carts not return to the okay. stall because half the time it's right beside. For instance, a couple of days ago, I was at the grocery store. Kid you not. And I parked and I was a few spots over from the cart return. Here's the return, right? I mean, nobody can see me, but imagine the return right in front of you. The very yeah. next spot next to it, to the left, there was a cart all like hoisted up onto the curb right next to the cart return. Yeah. Well, it, it's it's actually taking you more effort but, to hoist it up onto the side of the curb than put it in the thing. So would you be willing to be this guy and do what he does? This guy that's going to be on Dr. Phil, cart narcs? Would I've you, seen what he does. Would you be willing? so mad I've got a him. little preview. Here's what I heard uh, okay, yesterday. Right. Beware of the cart narcs. When I do see that some lazy bones has left their cart out, I turn on the wand of justice and activate the mouth siren. You do more than just ask them to put their car back. Is your disability lazy bonesitis? You shame them. Now with cart narcs, that's uh, just curbing. It's a violation. If I just go out there and say, why don't you take it back? They don't see the consequences. You just don't know what the hell you're talking about because the evidence contradicts what you're saying. New Dr. Phil. Yeah, so he calls them lazy he, bones. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as him. I would more probably be like, hey, did you need help returning your cart? Because I noticed, you know. <laughs> that's <laughs> passive aggressive? You're going to say, hey, do you need help uh, returning he calls no. them lazy bones, and he's like, what are okay, you doing? I probably couldn't because I, I'm not, I mean, I can confront somebody, but it's not something I love to do. He I don't could wanna, use some help. Yeah, confrontation. Ew, I don't know. I What I would do is I would just subtly, but not so subtly, as soon as they put it up on the curb or on whatever. Just return I, it? We'll just return it and make sure they see me returning I've it. I've watched some of his videos. He will do that, and people will actually get out of the car and yell at him to not do it. He goes, there's people that do that. There's That's someone else's job because they're embarrassed. But would you do but that? But it's You'd not, put, though. I mean, I've never, I think I've you never need to been join a the grocery cart, cart person that's in charge of, you know, corralling them. But I'm like, I don't think that's their job to, like, do all you that. You need to join the cart narcs. Do it. You need to do it. You could be on Dr. Phil. I'm Is kind there anything of already, better than Dr. I'm, Phil yelling I'm, at you? I'm kind of already a cart narc apprentice, I Could think. you believe it? Lauren, you're part of the problem, Lauren. What I'm, are you doing, Lauren? I'm good at shaming people on social yeah. media, taking a photo of it and be like, how dare you? Don't do that. Alexa, how does that song go again? This is Karaoke with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's play Karaoke. Today, we have a two-on-one Jenny and Porter are with us in the car getting ready for karaoke. What's going on, guys? Yay! Hi! Oh, that, that's some excitement right there. Woo! That's some excitement. Now, now, are you excited We're knowing... So are you excited you know when you're battling against Lauren today in karaoke? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang it. I was hoping to go against Joey. Porter's like, fine, I guess. So here's how the game works. Uh, we're going to play a section of a song. It's going to dramatically stop, and then you guys have to finish singing the rest, all right? Okay. 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 We'll let Lauren start to get you guys off on the right foot as she fails miserably at this. Here we go. Your it's first true. song is Cold Heart, Lauren, by Elton John and Dua Lipa. Ah. Oh, no. And I think it's gonna be a long, long night until touchdown brings me back here to life. Uh, I don't know. I think it's gonna be a long, long time. Dang it! What do you think, guys? We'll let we'll let Jenny and Porter I decide. I said night, but it's actually time. 
Okay. All right. I'm glad that you had that one. You wouldn't have gotten that. Okay. <laughs> Give guys, me the X. So, Jenny and Porter, your first one is Only Human by the Jonas Brothers. Only human. Come on, Porter, pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, Porter. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. All right, what do we think? Of I'm going to give yes. it to you. Yeah. Because, yes. Jenny, you were kind of left out to dry there. Porter was like, yeah, Mom, you got I it. Know. All right. That was fantastic. I so love it. So let's go to our second songs. Lauren, your second song is Ghost by Justin Bieber. want you to know that when the moon is on No, you can't go, huh? That if I can't be close to you, I'll settle for the ghost of you. All right, so Lauren goes over to, so this is guaranteed a win already for Jenny and Porter, but let's hear you guys sing the second song just because, what, we're here, why not? Uh, I Know You Were Trouble by Taylor Swift. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Alright, there it is. Okay, oh, so that was awesome. A 2-0 sweep for Jenny and Porter. We're gonna hook you guys up, alright? Cool. Thank you so much. Joey and Lauren. It's time for What Did We Learn? So what did we learn on the show today? We mentioned our alarm clocks and how lately, like I've been snoozing a lot. And you've been saying that yours is super, super loud, so it just startles you every time. Well, I just iPhone's got to do a better job of creating some, <laughs> maybe some calmer ones. Not that. You should see. I know there's a a bunch of different options you can choose for sound. Yeah, but it's always like the default ones. So like this one will scare you and think that you're going to die. This text says I downloaded an extreme alarm clock oh, and it gosh. has options to make you answer math problems and it helps me quit hitting snooze. <laughs> what the crap? Could you imagine waking up? What's the square root of 64? Uh, eight. Uh, you know, that's probably how it gets your it? brain working quicker in the morning. Yeah, I've Keeps heard a sharp. lot of people that uh, put their phone even on the other side of the room. I just, I don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I was just going to say this text is plug your phone in on the other side of the room Ugh. so you have to get up to turn it off. Sounds terrible. That's actually a good idea. It I sucks, mean, but it's a good idea. It's a good idea, but also the worst idea. That's one of those ideas that in the evening you say, this is going to be so great. And then every morning you go, that was the dumbest thing I've ever thought of in my life. It's just going to make me want to throw something yeah, across sure. the room at the uh, yeah, actual alarm Absolutely. Clock. I learned that we are somewhat in sync. We tried the, not only the clapping, but we tried word association. I still can't get over. I mean, Google Earth is a I, thing, but no I one know. thinks Google Earth. <laughs> the pressure. I just feel like it's so much pressure trying to do the word association. Uh, we talked about that guy getting a tattoo on an airplane. Yeah. It's just crazy. People are saying, Joey, there is battery powered tattoo okay. guns. Just in case you're on yeah. the go. I mean, I guess it makes sense. I still don't understand what kind of urgency for a tattoo is needed that you want to do it on a plane? And the fact that TSA will allow you to bring a tattoo gun through, yeah. but I can't bring, you know, my little drink or something. Also, 
got to be a really crappy seat assignment if you're next to someone giving somebody else a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Like they're all up in your business. Oh, I know. You're just hearing that noise constantly. <laughs> they clutch onto you because of the yeah. pain. Yeah, they're like, can I hold your hand? Yeah, please, can I squeeze you? This hurts. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.